Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Recently, the actor Tom Holland announced that he was going to take a year off acting mainly because he was left exhausted from filming an Apple TV series called The Crowded Room, which focuses on mental health. Holland takes a method acting approach to his work and attempt to inhabit the character he's portraying through intensive research and, and trying to be them 24 hours a day. It can take a toll, but is it worth it? Our old pal Brian Lloyd is here to tell us if it is or not. Afternoon, Brian. I, I was like, I want to add to that. My parents-in-law have a cat called Michael Fassbender so there you go brilliant and they, do they use the full name they use or the just full Michael? name the full name it's like where's Michael Fassbender and it's like in East Charles <laughs> yeah that's true yeah Joe and Mary and Straffan yeah that wins the prize Mary and Straffan uh, well done now, now is Holland like are there degrees <clears throat> of method acting yeah. or, or is it all largely yeah no no there are I mean like there are different types of method acting there's like there was three um, kind of schools of thought one was behavioural method, method acting which was like embodying the character through kind of physical acts if you like then one was sociological which was trying to kind of understand the sort of larger kind of world that that character lived in and then the third one was sort of psychological which was essentially inhabiting the brain space but like when we say method acting nowadays, it's usually just a byword for somebody really acting so hard that they're giving themselves an aneurysm. Yeah. And like, no, it is. Because, like, I mean, like, it's become like a pretty well-worn, like, kind of strategy for Oscar uh, consultants now that they will oh. go out. Yeah, they'll go out and place like um, articles in the likes of Variety and Deadline. You have like, you know, like the Variety Actor on Actor series. And they'll go and they'll talk about how, oh, you know, like I, I broke a rib from screaming in this film because I was I did it so much. And, you know, when Leonardo DiCaprio won, for the Re- uh, won the Oscar for The Revenant, you know, was all talking about, you know, he was in sub-zero degrees in Alaska and was suffering for his art and da-da-da. And, you know, method acting is kind of looped in with that. But in reality, method acting is just another tool for actors to use. And, like, the whole thing about... um. Tom Holland experiencing emotional fatigue. It does happen. It definitely mm. does happen. Like, I mean, look at Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, he's pretty much retired now because he's just completely worn out from it. It is also used, though, as a very kind of convenient, like, I'm actually not going to work for a year. I'm just going to take time out and just, like, maybe sure. yeah. rebrand myself a little yeah. bit. Because, like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, Tom Holland is primarily associated with Spider-Man. Mm. And he's not playing that role. Well, we don't think he's going to be playing that role anymore. So obviously now we kind of wants to rebrand himself as a more serious actor and, you know, kind of shake the whole kind of teen boy crush kind of thing and become a bit more serious about it. So like him kind of saying, oh, you know, I'm taking a year off because this TV series I did was so serious and so tough. It's just a bit of PR, I think. Like, okay, could be, but but say then for Spider Man, I mean, how can you can't method act, but you know, being no, Spider Man? No, that's it. And like, I mean, to be well, in the case of him, like, I mean, he talked about this. Like, he basically just copied um, Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future, like the whole kind of like running around <laughs> dashing, kind of like jittery kind of thing, and it works. Like, you watch like Spider Man um, Far From Home or Homecoming or any of those films. Like, he is basically just picture Michael J. Fox in the eighties, and that's what you've got. Like. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, like, I mean, in the case of, you know, in the case of like sci-fi and fantasy kind of characters, like <clears throat> a lot of the actors will tell you to use real world people to draw a line to them. And a good example of that would be Ben Mendelsohn in that Star Wars film, Rogue One. Yeah. He basically said, like, I was just copying Albert Speer, like the Nazi architect and stuff like that. This person that was completely absorbed in 
you know, ideology and the cross section between ideology and technology and that like it will build a better world and or whatever. And then there are other people that are just like, you know, I'm going to just look at Michael J. Fox and copy that. Like, so yeah. there's just there, there are degrees of it. Like, there That's uh, yeah. Well, yeah. On on the yeah. You know, well, just copying Michael J. Fox doesn't sound yeah. like method acting. It just sounds like acting. Yeah, and like I mean, there's that famous quote from Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> Have you tried acting? Yeah, yeah. That's it. But anyway, I mean, and the thing of it is, the 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 context of that story is is that. Dustin Hoffman uh, was about to, the film was Marathon Man mm. and Dustin Hoffman um, had been out the night before in Studio 54 and he rolled up to the set looking like crap basically like dark eyes probably doing lots of um, sweets and drinks and yeah. uh, in the thing and uh, the scene that he was about to do was he was being chased through New York in the middle of the night so when Laurence Olivier saw him and he looked like crap he was like you could just pretend that you're exhausted like they'll give you makeup like you don't yeah. need to go out and do this and Dustin Hoffman was like no 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 I was out partying last night I just rocked up like this yeah. I'm fine like it's grand let's go like he wasn't trying to be method you know what I mean yeah. but yeah. I mean but, but, but in talking to other like I mean I've interviewed a good few actors like and the ones I think that find the you know that seem to kind of rely on method or whatever it's usually because it's so far removed from their own lives it's so the character that they're playing yeah and you know like Daniel Day-Lewis like he did this great interview in Parkinson um a few years ago like god nearly 10 12 years ago I can't remember now but um he talked about it he talked about method acting he was asked about it and he basically said I'm a middle class middle-aged Englishman. There is absolutely nothing exciting or interesting about me whatsoever. So I have to go off and learn how to... Like, for the last Mohicans, for example, he learned how to chop a canoe and all the rest of it. He's like, that helps me to get into character because it's so far removed from my life. You know, when he was in, like, Phantom Thread, for example, he never picked up a stitch in his life. He never did any of that kind of stuff. Had no real interest in fashion, but went off and learned how to apprentice with a tailor and all the rest of it. And that kind of gave him the physical aspect of it. Mm. So that when he walks into... The, the, onto the set he's already prepared and he knows how to do it I mean and it's not just for these kind of big roles as well like I mean Matt Damon for example when he was doing The Bourne Identity he took up boxing because he wanted Jason he thought that Jason Bourne should walk in a very kind of economical way where they're you know they're not like swinging their fists or whatever and you and like you know you look at boxers and they do really do kind of compare themselves in a very kind of like tightened yeah. way and that kind of plays into the character as well. Yeah. But are but are there any actors now who just, you know, go in and make it up and yeah. get away with it that yeah, way? Yeah, a lot. I mean, this is the thing. Like, I think a lot of them do. I think this whole method acting thing is kind of trotted out now is trying to t- trying to communicate how serious they were about their work and how serious they are about their act and all the rest of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like method acting now, I mean, it is kind of negatively associated with male actors generally who are being bit of kind of like divas on set. I yeah. Mean, one example would be like Jared Leto when he was doing that terrible, 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 terrible film, Suicide Squad, where he played uh, the Joker. Yeah. And at the end of the um at the end of the production or I think it was, he sent everybody in the cast gifts as the Joker. So like he sent Margot Robbie, I think, a used condom or something like that. And ah. he sent Will Smith like a dead rat because he thought that's what the joke was. I mean, that's the kind of... That's the <laughs> level of... I'm pardon my language. That's the level of bollocksology you're dealing with here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, And that has kind of, I think, given negative connotations to method acting. But 
I mean, it's been around like for hundreds of years, like uh, a couple of hundred. Well, no, since like the 1900s at was, least. Oh, really? I thought it was like Stanislavski. Yeah, the but co- that was like, I mean, that was like in the 1920s. So, yeah, oh, that's right. Okay. Years, yeah. Because yeah. my, my, my sense was almost like the kind of in the 80s and the kind of De Niro or Harvey yeah. Keitel era. That's when it came to the fore. And that is. It was just like everyone was getting Oscars for doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing because like De Niro and Pacino and Keitel, they all trained under Lee Strasberg, who was a big proponent of method acting. Mm. And like, you know, it's interesting. Like we've we've only been talking about male actors. Like I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing of it is, Marilyn Monroe was a student of Lee Strasberg. She went to the actor's studio as well. She could be considered a method actor. Do you know what I mean? Because she did study underneath them. But no, I mean, when you hear about method acting, it generally tends to be male actors. I mean, it's not to say that there aren't female actors that are doing it. Like. It's just they don't talk about it that much. They probably don't get asked about it that much. Like, <laughs> and the example, the best example I would use this year, in fact, is Kate Blanchett in Tar. I mean, she's playing this like really dark, really controlling, really manipulative monster of a person. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if she was using method to kind of get into the headspace because it's so kind of unique and dark and kind of requires so much work from her. I wouldn't be surprised if she was using method for it. Well, like. because on the scenes in Tara when she's conducting, she must have the very least gone and trained Correct. to be a conductor. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, like you, she does look the part. And I mean, even how like when she's being interviewed and stuff like that, she's so kind of like, you know, refined about it and all the yeah. rest of it. Like it, I would, I mean, I don't know whether she did do method or not. I would say she did. But there's no interviews. She doesn't talk about it in the same way that we talk about, like, yeah. you know, Keitel and De Niro and Pacino and all these people. Like, But, uh, but given the transformation and given what she's like in real life, that, that's, oh, that's an so. incredible act of will or at least thinking your, your way into that particular Definitely, role. yeah, definitely. And I think that's it. Like, I mean... You know, there are some people that it comes, you know, dropping the act comes to them very, very easily. And actually, funny on that as well, like, it's interesting to kind of note that there are different kind, there, different actors have very, very different opinions on method acting. Like, you'll talk to some, like, theatre actors, like mm. old theatre, like Simon Cowell, when um, I interviewed him uh, about a year ago when he was over for a musical in the Port Gosh, and I asked him about method acting and what he thought of it, and he said, oh, no, 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 that's that's chaos. No, the real craft is in learning to, to disassociate yourself from the character and bring it up again. And he was, like, very, like really dogging down method acting because yeah. he just thought it was completely unfocused like because method acting is the idea is that you completely embody the character so that every action and line you speak is natural and there's no nothing, acting yeah yes. there's no force there's nothing yeah. forced about it like which you know when they were creating this like you had like you know the mid-Atlantic accent and received pronunciation and everything was like you know very you know, stagey, do you know, mm. that kind of way, like, you know, um, Jimmy, um, or not, Jimmy Stewart and all yeah. these kind of people. And, you know, like it was all very much acting. Yeah. And then Marlon Brando came along and did On the Waterfront. And, you know, then you had De Niro and Pacino and The Godfather. And then it became more kind of convincing and more natural. And that's kind of the acting that we see today. Yeah. Uh, someone said, you see uh, the Jim Carrey documentary where he <laughs> lived as Andy Kaufman yes. for the Man in the Moon movie. He went on like it was high art, but really he was just a right pen in the arse. I felt like uh, punching the screen. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and like, there's a great, there's a great moment in that documentary when the director Milos Forman, he's so exasperated by how Carrie is doing it because Carrie was was playing this character off screen as yeah. well, and like. You know, Jerry Lewis was this wrestler that um, Andy Kaufman was really pally with. Mm. And Jerry Lewis came to the set just to meet Kerry and see how he was going on. And Kerry 
got in his face and was roaring at him and like and all the rest of it. and Jerry Lewis was like look me and, Dean, me and Andy Kaufman were buddies off screen like sure when we were on yeah. David Letterman or whatever we were beating the crap out of each other but it was an act we were good pals he's just seen one side of this thing and considered that this is the reality of it but, but yeah so go back to that documentary like Milos Foreman he was so exasperated with Kerry one time he rang him and he was like can you just can you just not <laughs> do this for five minutes and give me a effing break please and Kerry was like I'm so far in it now I don't, I don't know how to turn back I, I can do it if you want and Farm was like no no it's grand like it's we're, we're getting there we're getting the stuff but just take it easy you know what I mean take it easy like and like to be fair like I mean I, I do think like that documentary is brilliant because Kerry at least I think recognises that he was a pain and he yeah, recognised yeah. that he went way too far with it and all the rest of it. And, you know, he was clearly dealing with a lot of personal stuff as well. Like his father died and his father was a big, huge Andy Kaufman fan and he felt like he was trying to channel him and all Like, it's a good, that's a great documentary because it really does kind of get into the mindset of method acting in such a way of, it is also, a lot of it is just complete and utter BS, like, do you yeah, know what I mean? so, yeah, 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 uh, uh, and but you know, BS one can monetize. Uh, Brian, thanks a million uh, as ever. Brian Lloyd, there, uh, movie reviewer. Moncrief, weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.